Hello and welcome back to Kathy's Cassidy Scarlet. I'm back again with chapter one again. Remember to go on chapter one, episode two. Because it did not pick up my voice when I first did this chapter. So here we go. I'm in trouble again. It's big trouble. The kind that requires urgent phone calls and whispered conversations in the school office. While I sat in a plastic chair outside Mrs. Mulhern's room, painting my fingernails black. Sometimes I think that Green Hall Academy is more of a prison camp than a school. Mrs. Mulhern is a wasted as wasted as a headmistress with her charm, compassion and world vision she could be running wormwood scrubs. She always she's always banging on about how the fabric of society will just crumble away if you don't wear perfect school uniform, like sell the sports field and donate bars of soap in a wanted PlayStation games to third world, which is clearly kinda crazy. Mrs. Wilhelm just loves rules and I don't. That's the problem, really. I waft my fingernails about trying to dry them. When Mrs. Phipps, Phipps, the school secretary, runs around nervous and hassled. She digs out fly files and answers calls that give me nasty looks with her lips all crooked to look like she's sucking a lemon. Scarlet, Scarlet, she says stiffly. I can't locate your mother. <laughs> Her office says on a meeting and can't be disturbed. I've told them, <laughs> but they don't need to care. <coughs> Too bad. I sympathise, putting my feet up on the coffee table to see if she'll say anything. She doesn't. I think it's just my red wedge sandals that scare her. <coughs> Sorry. Or possibly the black school print ankle sock she frowns in the hoofs. Hides, the be- hides behind the PC screen. I've been in trouble a million times before. If there's one thing I've learned, that's hanging out in your head in, sh- sh- in a shame won't change a thing. They'll bawl you out anyway. With a day like Scarlet, you cannot speak through, through life blending in the background. People notice you. Like it or not, of course, they notice you. Even more these days, I've since I had dyed my hair the colour of tomato soup. But hey, why not? You can't fight destiny. Mum told me that red is nature's warning colour. Signifying danger, trouble, it wants the other animals to back off, stay away. I like to think that my name and my hair colour are a little clue for the rest of the world to do just the same. Back off and leave me alone. If they choose not to take the notice of warning, well, that's not my fault, is it? It's past three by the time. Mum appears. She stops. She stalks into the office in her hair swish grey suit and her spike-heeled shoes. Her hair swept up in a bun. Strands of expensive honey blonde streaks falling delicate, delicately around her face. She kicks my feet off the coffee table with one pointy toe, drops her briefcase onto a chair and leans forward. Miss Phipps! So, she says in a tired voice, what's she done this time? Things move quickly after that. We're taken through the Mrs. Mulhern's office. 
and seated in front of, in front of her big leather top desk. Miss Phipps brings in a tray of freshly brewed coffee and pours and pours one for every except me before bustling before bustling back to the outer office. I don't get I don't even get a biscuit. I'm probably destined for some solitary confinement and a diet of bread and water. If Mrs. Mulhern had her way, I'm very sorry to have brought you here this afternoon. Uh, Miss Murray? Mrs. Mulhern begins. I'm afraid we've had another incident. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that Scarlet isn't setting in too well at Greenhall Academy. There have been countless problems from somewhat minor breaches of the school uniform code. She pauses to glow to glow at my feet and hair. To rather more serious issues, which as you know have already resulted in two periods of exclusion from the school. Yes, yes, Mum responds. Just tell me what she stood. The incident began with a demonstration in the school lunch hall. Mrs. Mulhern says, I believe Scarlett has recently become vegetarian. Mum rolls her eyes, exasperated. She was leafleting students as they came into the hall. Mrs. Mulhern continues. With these, she pushes a flyer. across the desk and as though it might be contaminated i'm proud of those leaflets they really caused a stir personally i think it was the crimson blood splash motive that grabbed people's attention the leaflet is just the tip of the iceberg mrs mulhern goes on some peoples were distressed refusing to eat to eat the meat-based meals and cook became a little upset a little that's a laugh she was, she was purple with rage, and when I tried to explain the links between a meat-based diet and high school blood pressure, she said a few things that shocked even me. Are dinner ladies supposed to swear? Things got a little nasty. <coughs> Mrs. Mullen plows on. Chicken nuggets were thrown and bottles of ketchup squirted all over the walls. It came to a head. It came to a head when Scarlet filled up with a large tray of Irish stew and there and threw it all over the lunchroom floor. Oh dear, says Mum. Oh dear indeed, echoes Mrs. Mulhern. We, know, we have never had a riot at Greenhall Academy before, but then again, we have never had a pupil like, just like, like Scarlet. You can't blame her for the whole thing, Mum, says responsibly. She certainly behaved badly, but, but nothing, Mrs. Mulhern snaps. In the midst of the fray, Mrs. Murray, Miss Murray, Miss Murray, my cook was assaulted by your daughter. She slipped, I protest. She had to be taken to casualty. Although fortunately nothing seems to be broken, she is also handed in her notice after more than 20 years of Greenhall. She's missed out a bit with the old bag chased with me and a spatula, pelting me with some Somalia pudding, but I doubt whether these will help.
sir. Anybody? My case, any? Ah, mum says, I see. I have no option but to exclude Scarlet from Green Hall Academy. A third exclusion. As you know, it is a final one. We have a reputation to maintain and we cannot tolerate incidents. Indeed, pupils, such as indeed pupils such as this, you will need to make alternate alternative arrangements for Scarlet. I regret to tell you that there is no, she is no longer a pupil of Greenhill Academy. Whoopie doo! I mutter, arranging the hem of my black school skirt so it sits neatly across my knees. Mrs. Mulher. Mrs. Mulher, no appears. Are you saying that my daughter has been expelled? Her <laughs> mistress gives a slow, solemn nod. There's nothing I can say or do to make you reconsider. Sadly, no, Mrs. Mulher replies. Scarlet is a little bright girl. She could have done well here, but she has major problems with authority. <laughs> and with her temper, a broken home can affect young people. In so many dreadful ways. Scarlet is quite one of the angriest 12 year olds I've ever come across. Mrs. Mulhern stands up, offering a pochy pink talon hand for Mum to shake. Have you ever thought that Miss. that family counselling might be a solution? She adds an afterthought. And Mum drops like a potato. Her face flushes with furry, with furry as she ushers me into the outer office. <laughs> Everything okay, Mrs. Miss Murray? Miss Phipps calls sweetly, getting her own back at last for an afternoon wasted leaving urgent messages from my mother. Scarlet, like she doesn't know, all afternoon, <laughs> she's probably been typing up official forms and letters kicking me out of school she smirks at me from behind her pc mum sails past as though miss phipps is invisible but i find to pause in the doorway and reveal my last and possibly my finest assault on the school uniform rules i've kept it secret for six whole weeks which hasn't been easy (coughs) it's going but hey it's going to be worth it. I open my mouth and stick out my tongue at Miss Phipps, wide enough and long enough for her to see the gold stud that pierces the middle of it. Then I close my mouth, smile sweetly, and slam the door behind me. Goodbye, Mrs. Mulhern. So long, Miss Phipps. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to this. For thank you for listening to chapter one.